Have you ever thought your backyard might be the hangout spot for Bigfoot or a skinwalker? We all know the feeling, a chill going down our spine like something is watching us. Have you ever resided in the countryside? Was there something mysterious in the woodlands behind your house? Were you bewildered by what it could be? Could it be the legendary Bigfoot or an even more fearsome skinwalker? Have you ever felt uncomfortable after relocating to a new residence? What if, soon after settling in, you begin to hear strange noises coming from the back of the house, such as a pounding or a combination of eerie groans and moans? One last question. Have you ever stepped out into your backyard and noticed unfamiliar footprints? Were they large and heavy? Almost like they were made by an animal of some sort. The time has come for you to kick back and relax. I invite you to listen in and experience my special spin on things. Please enjoy the show. And don't forget your podcast mug. What? You don't have the show mug yet? Pick one up today in the show notes. After moving into my new place about a year ago, I started hearing a knocking noise in the woods behind my house. I couldn't get a good look at what it was. What was making it? There was too many trees blocking my view. I just started calling it the knocker. I kept trying to answer back, but it was like I was talking to a wall. Now I know what you're thinking, Bigfoot, not me. I had no clue about stuff like that. Skinwalkers? The paranormal beings? None of that. Not a clue. I figured with stuff like that out there, it only makes the world more mysterious. After all, I moved into this place because I just wanted some peace and quiet. And I thought, the knocker, the name I gave it, was in the same boat since they wanted to stay out of sight. I was sure we could coexist out here, so long as we stayed out of each other's business. But then, my yard and animal cages started getting busted into. The first time I had trouble with it, I knew it was the knocker. When I spotted it sneaking in and out one night, I put up some trail cameras to try and take a picture of it. I figured maybe it would scare it off. At first it worked, but eventually the knocker figured out how to get around them. He even started to destroy them. After all this happened a few times, it was clear that whenever I heard the knocking, it meant the knocker was visiting the house that night. After comparing the knocks, to the invaded areas, I noticed a pattern. One knock always meant the garden, while two knocks 
represented my animal pens. This got me wondering if the number of knocks was an indication of a desire for a meat or veggie based meal. So I decided to put my theory to a test. One night, there was a single knock, which was followed maybe 15 minutes later by another single knock. So, I gathered some fresh produce, grains, and nuts. I placed them in a dish on a huge flat rock, approximately 20 yards from the forest. I figured if I put out a gift for the knocker, it would stay out of my garden. It worked. There was no evidence of it entering my garden the next day, and whatever I had left for him, it was gone. Whenever I heard a knock, I started doing the same thing every time. It was working. After a couple months though, the knock stopped when my boyfriend moved in. After no knocks for five or six months, I figured the knocker had moved on. I told my boyfriend about the knocks and he was skeptical. And after a few months of living in the house, it was easy to see why. One day, my boyfriend shocked me with a diamond necklace. That evening, I was chilling out on my back patio, checking it out, looking it over. It had a silver chain and a heart-shaped diamond that sparkled in the sunset. Then, the knocking randomly started back up again. I was startled by the loud knocking coming from the grove of trees. I knew I should have been happy to hear a sign from the knocker. But there was something off about these knocks. There were three of them this time. I was kind of freaked out when I heard these three knocks from the knocker. The first two came in quite normal, but the third had a delayed effect and it gave me the heebie-jeebies. I was thinking to myself, the knocker never knocked three times before. What's so special about three? So I laid out a bunch of stuff on the rock. Fruits, veggies, fish, sweets, you name it, just to be sure. My boyfriend was hesitant, but he went through with it. The next day I got up and nothing seemed to be wrong in the garden or my animal pens. I was pretty sure my offering was okay. So I went out into the backyard, but then I saw a huge chunk of dark brown hair with a streak of pink in it. I bent down to grab it, but it slipped from my hands and I stumbled back into the kitchen. I was totally thrown off, trying to take in what I had just witnessed. I totally freaked when I saw what it actually was a human scalp. Months in with the mass of hair, I was so in a rush to get to my boyfriend that I ended up tripping, crashing in the living room. He was so reassuring though, holding me tight and listening to me babbling as I pointed toward the kitchen back door. I couldn't even come up with anything clever to say. All I could do was ramble, something about the hair. My boyfriend had this confused look on his face. 
he showed me to the couch he had to check something out and that I should wait here until he got back. It felt like ages, but a few minutes later, I heard him come out of the kitchen as he was going outside. Initially, I was relieved. Then I heard him come back into the house, and I heard his footsteps as he came down the hall. He came back into the living room and said, Nothing. There's nothing out there. But his face was as pale as a ghost, and he looked totally freaked out. It looked like he had seen something, you know, a real live Bigfoot. When I saw his worried face, I felt bad for scaring him, but I couldn't deny what I had seen. I told him, I saw the scalp of hair on the porch. Damn it, I said. There was this totally messed up scalp just lying there. I was about to suggest calling the cops, but then he said, What are you going to tell them? That Bigfoot stashed a human scalp in the forest behind our house? He was obviously right. His voice sarcastic. Then he asked me basically, Even if they don't think you're crazy, they can't do anything if they don't have any evidence, and you said it's gone. My boyfriend was super against the law, but he did have a point. I was a bit hesitant to go outside with him, but we ended up searching and coming up with nothing, nothing there. I had a bad gut feeling, and I knew there was only one creature around here that could manage to pull that off. And I still get freaked out even today when I think about how close it had gotten all the way onto my back porch. I was getting more and more uneasy when I realized the offering rock hadn't been touched either. My boyfriend tried to make me think I was mixing it up with something else, but I knew better. Later in the day, my boyfriend finally got me to take a nap. When I woke up, I was feeling a bit better, but still kind of off. I noticed it was weirdly quiet in the house. I tried calling out to him, but he didn't answer. I finally found a note in the kitchen. After he had been gone for a few hours, the note said he had to take off for an urgent job. That's pretty typical for him since he's a truck driver. He's always on the road. I tried to call his cell phone. No answer. My call went straight to voicemail, so now I was stuck in this house completely alone. This was the last thing I wanted. It was getting dark, and I wasn't about to venture out any further than my doorstep. I'm not going in the yard tonight, so I figured I'd just stay put. I made sure all the windows and doors were locked, and yes, I made sure all the lights were funny. Nothing crazy happened overnight. It was pretty chill. The days after were kind of normal as well. Still couldn't get a hold of my boyfriend. Every time I called his phone, it would go straight to voicemail. Even though he kept denying it, it was obvious he had seen something that day. I was scared he spotted the chopped off scalp 
and maybe the knocker. And it scared him so much, he had to get out of here. Most of his stuff still here. But me not being able to reach him, it was an uneasy feeling. And it led me to jump to conclusions. I was completely consumed by my obsession with the knocker and this terrible gift I had been given as I tried to figure out why, why my boyfriend had left. But a few days later, the mystery was solved. One morning, the police showed up in my backyard saying they needed to go through my yard to get to a crime scene in the woods behind the house. A few miles away, three hikers found five bodies at the bottom of a deep valley. The victims were buried, but the investigators think some huge animal dug them up. It dug up all five of the bodies and most likely ate and mangled some of them. They showed me some photos. When I saw the photo of one of the victims, they said she had been missing for two months. I was certain the knocker was the one who did it. That girl had a beautiful face with intense green eyes and dark brown hair with a pink streak through the middle. I saw the picture of her and I could tell she was the one, the scalp from my back porch. Then the case took a surprising turn. Even though the bodies were severely damaged, they were able to identify them. Most of them were street walkers, drug users, homeless people. They were people from all over the U.S. and none of them had anything to do with this area. All of them had marks of strangulation, violent trauma, but I still blamed the knocker for it. Looking at the photo some more, another poor soul got me thinking about why they all wound up here. I saw something. I almost passed out from straight terror when I saw it. My boyfriend got me a necklace. You know, the one I talked about earlier. That was kind of like what the young girl in one of the photos was wearing a silver with a little pink diamond in a gold setting. Then, this came into my mind. My boyfriend killed those people, not the knocker. And I told the cops about the necklace. I showed it to them. They compared it to the picture. When they checked my place, they found a bunch of stuff that belonged to all five victims. This looked like keepsakes. My boyfriend was taking, you know, trophies, souvenirs of the deed. He totally vanished, and I haven't heard anything about him since. The cops think he might have something to do with more than just these five. Lots of people have gone missing and died on his trucking route. When I put all the pieces together, it was a pretty nasty scene. My boyfriend was the one who killed those five people. It looks like he must have found them along his route and brought them here to be buried. 
my boyfriend had to have noticed the human scalp and had gotten rid of it earlier when he realized it had came from one of those he had earlier kept prisoner and killed. It's super creepy either way, thinking about the day he left, it still sends a chill down my spine. He ran away in fear of being caught, and it all started with the knocker. Not like the knocker was giving us a sign or anything. The knocker just wanted food. He ended up finding the bodies, maybe either by following my boyfriend or just by pure luck. Basically, the three knocks were a sign that the knocker was looking for human flesh. It must have gotten a taste for it after chowing down on those dead bodies. This weekend, a camper who was by himself disappeared from the woods behind my house. On the night of his disappearance, I heard three loud knocks.